am the host this evening, Headphone Joe, and I'm here with... This is Kyle. Look around, look around at how lucky we are to be alive. And this is the show where we review, rank, and dig into the details of every song on the Hamilton mixtape. This episode, we're covering Look Around. Nope, that would be enough. Uh, Tenth song on the soundtrack. Well, she says it 30 times, so... Um, so Kyle, this is a cover by Alicia Keys. Uh, mm-hmm. How did you feel about this rendition? So this is another cover where we're chopping out some story bits. On the original, there was that convo between Eliza and Hamilton setting up that she was pregnant. And that's kind of why Washington sent him home or made him go home. And then it's uh, basically the whole Eliza part is what... Um, Alicia Keys is covering here. I really like the production on this. And I really like that she took this song and kind of ran with it in the second half, giving her kind of interpretation of it. Um, yeah, I really like the production on this. This is a song I really did not like on the original ranking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found it very boring. And I think she she spiced it up a little more on the cover. Um, unlike you, I liked it. Or the original. Uh, Most people seem to. Had it ranked. Are <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Uh, we talking about that now? I'll get that to say. No. We'll, um, we'll find that later. But yeah, no. Um, the production's good. Um, the production's really good. Uh, her rendition in times is very good. And then at times I am uh, befuddled. <laughs> I gotta say. Um I was a super fan of the airy whispering nature of her singing. Uh, I I didn't feel like it didn't have the it didn't carry the same gravitas as the later half where uh, it kind of ramps up. Um, and without any context of story, it just kind of makes. It was just a choice I didn't like. I didn't. I didn't like the choice. Um, right, but um, not to say that it was bad. It was just interesting. Uh, I I couldn't explain why. I couldn't rationalize why it was that way. Um, but still made for a very very decent good song. Yeah, I think just me not liking the original that much maybe made me like this better because it was just a different spin on it, and I think there's more weight to it. Well, not weight as in like emotional or story weight, but like, I don't know. The song just comes through better in this one for me. Um, I do have some quotes Ooh. from Lynn. So he did an interview with, uh, hang on, I forget. Ooh. A magazine called Entertainment Weekly, where he said, <laughs> that little, uh, yeah, yeah, that little outfit. Weekly. We got a call from Alicia Keys who had agreed to do that would be enough saying she doesn't want to just send it to you. She wants to play it for you in her studio and talk to you about it. I turned to Jonathan Groff, who was my roommate at the time, which is very interesting. That's funny. And said, do you want to come listen to Alicia Keys version of the song with me? So we jumped in a car immediately after our show raced to her studio downtown. And as the great blizzard of 2016 started, we were sitting in a room at midnight with Alicia Keys not only hearing her amazing version of that would be enough, but she also played us half the tracks on her new album early. So that's fun. And we actually found the tweets from that night from Lynn. 
I just heard Alicia Keys' contribution to the Hamilton mixtape, and I'm flying through space somewhere. I cannot wait for you to hear it. This guy's good with words. I don't know if you know that. Lynn Lynn has pumped up every single song in the sound uh, mixtape. I mean, I mean, with with good reason. I, mean, say, he's gotta, I think you'd have to. Look, he's I found quotes from him for every song that really? says it's like the best song of all time. Yeah, <laughs> he's such a positive Maybe a bit, guy. a bit of hyperbole. Should I mean, he's the one. Wait for it. Rick, we know your thoughts. That's okay. Uh, I mean, like, he's the one putting it together, and you know, yeah. of course, he's gonna, he's gonna love it. All right. But I have another. Do you have Ooh. any other general thoughts? Because no. I have something. So I want to. So we're now ten tracks in. Yes. And I want to ask you about song order, mm. because a lot we of these covers and a lot of the cut songs, they're not in like the order they would come in the play necessarily because yeah. we got uh well we talked about it what on episode three where the two songs yeah. that play back to back shouldn't be back to back right because and they were kind of they were sl- covers slash interpretive songs yeah. well they, they were both interpretive songs but we got satisfied like pretty early we got satisfied super early and then, but we also have helpless coming up later and they're like kind of co-songs almost. And then we got It's Quiet Uptown right yeah, last super week. super early. Which is yeah. like, that's an end, towards the end of the soundtrack type of Yeah, song. we got Quiet Uptown last week and now this song, which is like, I'm pregnant. And yeah. last song, yeah. the kid she's pregnant with is dead. And, it's and that's like, like her fourth kid at that point. She has like yeah. four kids already. What? No, I think he, um, he's the first it's, kid. it's both Philip. They're both Philip. He's Phillip. the first yeah. kid, but I'm saying she yeah. has, by the time he dies, she right, has like right, four right, or five right. kids okay, already. Because yeah. <laughs> there is a clump coming up that makes a lot of sense. It's the mm-hmm. whole, um, what is it? Like, say yes to this. Congratulations, burn. Like, they go together. Yeah. So that part makes sense. Not to, well, it's not spoiling anything to say. Just songs just, are coming up, but... <laughs> So that kind of goes together, but no, a lot of these the are in a name of any song no, that we no haven't one knows, done yet. knows what the rest of the songs no are called. No one has looked at the. I, I, I it's just strange to me. Yeah, it's strange to me. Like the first half of this mixtape is like all over the place. Well, like my, I don't know. It's my odd. um, my th- my theory behind why that was is maybe um, a lot of the artists on the first half are a little more well-known. So it was mm-hmm. like, hey, let's get the people who are front like more it. mainstream. Yeah, let's try to get as much of the mainstream people up top. And then some of the lesser, not lesser, but um, some of the people of less note, let's get them further back. Like you got Nas, you got Black Thought, you got Kelly Clarkson, you got Alicia Keys, you got... Um, uh, you got a whole a whole list of the roots. Usher. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, Usher. Can't leave him out. Yo, don't say anything. Um, oh, <laughs> and then like later on, you got Jill Scott, who is very well known, but not as well known as some of these other people. Mm-hmm. Andre mm-hmm. Day, who people are just figuring out who she is last year after That's she true. did uh, um, Billy Holiday. Billy um, Holiday. That film. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I think Same. that's kind of what it does. Kind of that makes is. more sense because obviously, yeah, you want to build it as an album because it's supposed to be a standalone album, and you're not necessarily have to be tied to like the plot of the play. It's just it is just strange, and I wanted to ask your thoughts on that. And yeah. I think you gave a very good reason. Yeah, 
Now maybe Lynn was just like, no, whoever submits a song, yeah, that's whatever. when they go in there. <laughs> it's the order that I. It's the order I mean, that he, I got Yeah, them. he probably put it together. <laughs> and that does make more sense that that um, burn and uh, say yes to this clump mm-hmm. does go together because they aren't as well known artists at that time. Yeah, so they can kind of be ordered in a, and in a, in a way that makes sense. That's what I mean. Yeah, that because that fits yeah. right in between. Yeah. That's what I mean by that clump that like three or four songs there got it, got it, got it. that we'll be getting to later. All right. Cool. I was just wondering what you thought about that. Good question, buddy. All right, folks. Well, we've prolonged. We have another now question called <laughs> the rankings. How do we measure? Where do we stand? At number one, two, three, four, five, six. Number seven, does this bother you? So in 30th place. So what do you want to see the most? All right, we got producer Yumio have that you've already heard. And <laughs> let's go. Hot off the presses. Don't mention wait for it, and you won't hear from me. <laughs> so uh, the numbers this week are 14 and 28 that is impossible okay that's impossible oh i know because they're both 14 okay. <laughs> how long was he waiting for that how long was he waiting for that I was thinking. I was gonna say. Oh, don't mention it. Hurts. Don't mention me for it. I was gonna. Told us not to. <laughs> All right. The week well, I've had today. <laughs> we're already the week I've had today. What a week, Joe. It's Tuesday. <laughs> um. Well, we're already kind of backed up on rewatch. <laughs> so maybe we will figure something else out. Uh, crap. All right. Oh man, that gave me a good laugh. Oh, I needed that one. Oh man. No wonder he's been anxious this whole pre-pro. He's been sitting. He's on been trying to, yeah, trying to <laughs> trying to butt in any, any second. Now. Well, I, I guess. I guess. Ooh, did you just what did we tie on Valley Forge? It was Valley Forge in this yeah, Valley was Forge. two weeks so, ago. Yeah. So I guess All we right. should announce that. So this Saturday we're gonna do the first rewatch. Yes, so we're we're paying off two weeks ago. Finally, <laughs> our schedules have lined up. Um, we will do the Hounds on rewatch this Saturday coming up. Mm. And if you're listening to that, it is the twenty third. Twenty third. Want to do what so? We nine, will. We'll tweet out the details Friday. Feel like a time, start time that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, the the flyers aren't at seven, so I'd like to do nine thirty. <laughs> okay, okay. Later, <laughs> yes. better for me, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all good. It's Same a party. Here. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Join the Discord. Check it out there. But number fourteen. Fourteen. Who's going? I'll go first. Um, All right. (laughs) Because this is fourteen. I'm so upset because this should be sliding. Um. Mm. I don't. So there were a bunch of songs that I didn't really. This is what I was talking about. Where this is the messy middle. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say where I was like my top like seven eight. I feel very strongly about. And then in the middle, it's kind of like hit or miss the moment. Yeah, you feel in time. strong about the bottom. You feel strong about the top. And then the middle was just like a hodgepodge. It was kind of just like putting. It was like Tetris, just putting blocks in there to fill the gap. <laughs> um, the song is okay. It's not good. It's not right. bad. It's it's like down the center. Um, she really kills it at the end, but I don't really love it. 
Um, yeah. It's it's such a run on. She's she's just going off, and it's like I don't know if this was now this. I mean, it's your interpretation, but I don't know if that was needed for this song. Um, it, 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 it at the same token, she made the song her own, and that's what an artist is supposed to do. So, I'm and not that's what a good cover is. Yeah, yeah. Like I said I'm not going to begrudge her for that, but it's like I. It, it didn't hit it didn't resonate in the way that i felt like she wanted for me in particular um i already talked about the airy uh singing a little throughout it was very <laughs> weird whispery uh, sultry i was like I, this song is not seductive like it's kind of it's it's towing the line on seductive like it's talking to your husband <clears throat> about uh settling down he doesn't need to go out and do right, right, right. any more <laughs> what's not um so yeah, it, it, it's very good. It, it's very okay. It's not good. It's not bad. It's not great. Um, that's how. Where I did you have it. the original? Did you find that rank? I did. I believe I had it at. It went down in the rewank. We wank. Yeah, the final the rank is what we're. I can't say it. it went down in the rewank. Long day. There long it week. It's Tuesday. Long. Oh, sorry. It went down in the rewank. Twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you even you had it even higher before. So it was forty two for me. So <laughs> this is a wow. this is a situation where I really like what sh- she did with the song because I didn't even like it to begin with. So and you anything she's off, doing, that's honestly what it is. What? No, don't. <laughs> no, it's just no. a super. It's just a super boring song. It's like ugh, whatever. But it's the second half that that I love. It's when she puts her own spin on it, kind of in the second half. You know, they're doing the. She's basically doing a straight cover in the first half of that of that kind of end part of the original song. But yeah, that I love that where she kind of just starts going off. And yeah, it gets repetitive. She says enough thirty <laughs> times. That's okay. But I mean, it's still only fourteen. But like that, so it went from really low to like right in the middle because she put it same she she did more for the song than what i used to like about it i gotta say i think it was like a couple weeks ago yumiya was like we're we're gonna underperform under deliver on uh our matches 10 episodes right. and we're at two <laughs> the over under yeah. was 2.5 <laughs> Just because it took, it took so it long. Took, it took, no, it took the same amount of it took weeks. The appropriate amount of time. It took eight but weeks. You guys were so close that I thought well, you that were. That's, that was the issue because we were one off, like, like for almost times. all of like, them. Uh, I think all but two times we were like one away up till week eight. Yep. Yeah. And now we're on week ten. We got two more in there. Look out for that week is, twelve. Mm. Uh, oh man, it's terrible too. That's the bad luck. Is that what it is? Oh god, we're doing every other weekend. I wanted to look up what song that was. Mm, no, nah, I think that'll be pretty different. Okay. Well, actually, it might not be. <laughs> it might not be that different. Before we get ahead of ourselves, let's look back at some of these artists' careers. And the certain artist on the artist. The artist. Spotlight. Since we're having a bit of a silly episode, Kyle, I'm sorry we're keeping up your, keeping you up so mm. uh, Yumio, have you never noticed who is the first person to talk on the artist spotlight? No. Can okay. we hear it again? 
from the certain artist on the artist. The artist. Spotlight. No. A certain artist. Uh-huh. I put I put uh, I put little nuggets in there for you, but you're not picking up on it. All right. I am you're not tell us who I'll tell was you it? episode. Because I will tell you there's a there's one where you do the ranking. Mm. Um and it sounds like me, and I'm like, man, that person sounds like it's me every not single time. I know it's not me, <laughs> but it just sounds like me. Oh, so I put in the ranking, I put one in there for me, actually. Um, but anyways, I'll tell you. I'll tell you at the end of the. Artist you should spotlight. tell us all. We're all wondering. I'll tell before you. Before you get into the artist this spotlight, is a tease across the break. Radio professionals. Alicia mm. Aguello was born January twenty fifth, nineteen eighty one, in Hell's Kitchen neighborhood of New York City. She is the only child of Teresa Aguello, who was a paralegal and part time actress, and one of three children of Craig Cook, who was a flight attendant. Key's father is of African American descent, and her mother is Italian and Irish, and Scot- and of Scottish descent. Her mother's parental grandparents. I'm gonna skip that. Um, oh yeah, folks, I'm reading off <laughs> Wikipedia again. Long week. Um, Doing a lot. I had today. Uh, well, this is kind of important. Uh, da, 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 da. Named after her Puerto Rican <laughs> god. Oh, a Puerto Rican god. I was like, I know she has some Spanish, but it's her god. Interesting. Keys uh, has said that she is comfortable with her multiracial heritage because she felt she was able to relate to different cultures. All right. At a young age, Keys struggled with self-esteem issues, hiding little by little. When her differences made her vulnerable to judgment and later uninvited sexual attention. Living in the rough neighborhood of Hell's Kitchen, she was, from an early age, regularly exposed to street violence, drugs, prostitution, subjected to sexual prosecution, wait, propositioning, propositions in the sex trade and crime riddled area. Rough grub. Key's love for music and singing from early childhood. She recalled her mother. Wait, she loved music and singing from early childhood. She recalled her mother playing jazz records of artists like Thelonious Monk, Billie Holiday, Ella Fitzgerald, and Louis Armstrong on Sunday mornings. Early musical moments, Key's considered influential in kindling her interest in the emotional connection to music. In preschool, Key's sang in her school's production of the musical Cats. And was cast as Dorothy Gale in the production of The Wizard of Oz. Keys discovered she had a passion for the piano at age six, that she loved the had she loved the sound and feel of the instrument, and desired to play and learn. When she was ten, a neighborhood friend who was moving home who was moving home gifted her family an old upright piano that proved pivotal for Keys' musical development, allowing her to practice, to play, and fully benefit from musical lessons at an early age. I'm going to skip down. All right. All right. She got a lot of early things. Oh, in 1994, manager Jeff Robinson met 13 year old keys who participated in her brother's youth organization called teens in motion. Robinson's brother had been giving keys. That's probably going to come over the airwaves there, huh? Um, been giving keys vocal lessons in Harlem. All right, let's get to the career here. (laughs) (laughs) She has a long story career, right? Look, man, he does. Robinson and Keys, with Davis's help, Clive Davis, that is, were able to negotiate her out of her Columbia contract and she signed to Artists of Records in late 1998. 
Keys was also able to leave the music with the music she created. Davis gave Keys the creative freedom and control she wanted and encouraged her to be herself. Keys said of Davis's instinct, he knows which artists yeah, he knows which artists are the ones that maybe are needing to craft their own sound and style and songs. And you just have to let an artist go and find that space. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Skipping way down. Skipping all the way down. Alicia Keys has put out seven studio albums, two live albums, an EP. She has over 45 singles and is one of the biggest recording artists in, of our day with one, two, three, four, four number one song, someone's songs, oh. number one albums, oh. and two number twos. Sorry for. A bit of a hodgepodge there, folks. But again, and the week married I to Swiss beats. Today. Married to Swiss beats. Very important news. Yeah, Thank exactly. you, Joe. That was a wonderful tribute to his <laughs> Thank you for being nice. I might record a bonus one. Uh, a little uh, bonus in there. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I decided to do <clears throat> the original songs artist, Philip Asu. So Philippa Ann Sue was born on May 31st, 1990 in Libertyville, Illinois, to a white American mother and a Chinese American father. In an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Sue spoke about her upbringing. In terms of my own experience, my dad is first generation, so his parents were from China. And my mom was born and raised in Southern Illinois, and she was involved in the arts. My dad's a doctor. I was very much... Her, my dad's a doctor. I was very much <laughs> always encouraged to pursue an acting career, but the mentality of get your education was still there. Sue graduated from the Juilliard School's acting program in 2012. After graduating, Sue was cast as Natasha Rostova in the Ars Nova production of Dave Malloy's Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812, based on Leo Tolstoy's War and Peace. The show went on to transfer from Ars Nova to another off-Broadway space, Casino, a tent custom-built for the show. After seeing her performance in The Great Comet, director Thomas Kale and composer and writer Lin-Manuel Miranda asked her to take part in an early 2014 reading of the musical Hamilton, where she read as the leading female role, Eliza. Sue remained with the show through its off-Broadway and Broadway debuts, she received a 2016 Tony Award nomination for Best Performance by an Actress in a Leading Role in a Musical, along with Laura Bonatti, Carmen Cusack, Jesse Mueller, and winner Cynthia Erivo. Sue played her final performance in Hamilton on July 9th, 2016, and the role of Eliza was taken over by Lexi Lawson. Sue appeared in the title role in the pre-Broadway engagement of Amelie at the Amundsen Theater in Los Angeles, from December 2016 to January 2017. Amelie then began preview performances on Broadway at the Walker Kerr Theater on March 9th, 2017, opening officially on April 3rd. The show closed on May 21st, 2017. Sue also appeared on Broadway as Rebecca in The Parisian Woman, an original play by Beau Willemann. The production began preview performances at the Hudson Theater on November 7th, 2017, and opened on November 30th for a limited run through March 11th, 2018. Inspired by Elizabeth Schuyler Hamilton, 
Sue started the Eliza Project initiative in partnership with Graham Wyndham, the, pers- the first private orphanage in New York City. Ever heard of it? Through the program, <laughs> Sue plans to provide students at the Graham School with acting, dancing, and rap workshops. Yes, the orphanage. That's pretty amazing. Long, long career, all on stage. Three Broadway roles. Basically leading in all of them. And Amelie was actually a movie before it went to Broadway. Amelie. Amelie. Yes. That's what I said. I would say no, no TV, no film in her. There is. There's like a few uh, TV roles. She was actually in a very notable movie that came out a couple years ago. Which was? Hamilton. Oh no! You got us there. You got both. Oh, of I thought it wasn't a movie. <laughs> it's a no, Kyle, I thought Kyle, it was something Kyle, else. Rick, Kyle, it's not Kyle. Kyle, we made it so long. Well, he was Kyle. so happy. Uh, he was so, so. I couldn't stop. He was so happy. So long without hearing the word. Um, I think she. The fact that he called it a movie, I had to. I had to say. Uh, yeah, she was in a, co- a couple TV shows, but they weren't huge. No, I think she's about to be like the lead in. Well, it might have been a Broadway. Thing. Excuse me, it might have been a Broadway thing, but I thought it was in a, a movie. But to reveal the tease, the certain artist on the artist. The first line is none other than Scott Meskety. Damn. Also known as Kid Cudi. I should have known that. Oh. I was like, do I have to see Scott Meskin? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let me look this up real quick. That guy movie. has a lot of my favorite lines. Uh, your favorite line. My favorite line. How do you pick one, right? And I think one of the sort of lines that resonates most with me is... Oh, what a transition. You know, I'm, it's like I'm a professional. I've done this a few times. Um, again, sorry for the spotlight this week, folks. Um, so yeah, my line is sung by no other than Alicia Keys because she's the only what? one on the song. Look at where you are, look at where you started. The fact that your life is a miracle, just stay alive, that would be enough. Now, I didn't like the last bit of it, but. Just like uh, last week, not last week's line, was it two weeks ago? Um, Hmm. It's an evergreen sense. It it works um, then, it works now. Um, It works whether it's in the context of the play, whether it's not in the context of the play. Just look around and appreciate, you know, how far you've gotten. Um, We don't have to, there's some people who are egomaniacal and they have to own the entire world, but if you can carve out a niche for yourself and be happy with what you're doing and be happy with your life, like look around and appreciate it. Take the time to stop and, you know, smell the roses. So I really like that line. Very important to do. I'm the Pablo Tori of this entire (laughs) network. I'll explain All that right. later. Once, <laughs> once, once you put the network on your, on Yo, your shoulders. I'm, like, I'm talking about the That's entire. where I started. No, you don't, that's you, where don't, I started. you don't understand the reference, but I'll explain it. I later. don't at all, but that's fine. Uh, mine comes a bit later in the part I was talking about before. Don't look no further. No further. 
All right. This is uh, where she starts going off, as I said before. <laughs> I love this part. Uh, it saves the song for me. Puts it right dab in the middle of my rankings based on this part. Uh, yeah, I just like it. I like that it's a, it's kind of an interpretation within a cover. Uh, you don't get that very often. So I like it. It's fun. It always gets me whenever it starts going. She's and I like it. Sick. That's what Dope Sick. What is yeah, that? Dope Sick is this new uh, Hulu show. It is a new show on Hulu. And then I think the movie I was thinking of was the one in Open Ivan, but like 30 people are in that, so it's obviously not what I was. Yeah, I mean, she, she, I she, does all right. she does all right for herself. She does all right. All righty. Well, Kyle, what was your favorite verse, if it isn't obvious already? Uh, <laughs> uh, probably the second half where she starts going off. <laughs> We're going to have another one of those repetitive episodes. Yeah. Yeah. The interpretation. We'll just call it that. Uh, I like it a lot. Solid. That's um, mine is because <laughs> I don't be... like the original. <laughs> mine is going to be the first part where it's a little more like the original, but she has her. You know what? This version kind of reminds me of, but better. I'm not attacking Alicia mm-hmm. Keys when I say this. God, have you ever seen uh, Fergie's rendition of uh, the Star Spangled Banner? Oh boy, NBA All Star <laughs> Game. <laughs> she gave him a jazz. All right, you need more. Ca- you need more caveats for no offense to Alicia Keys. Once no you say that, because that is uh, that, not that's good. Super offense. Super offense. But I'm saying like <laughs> she did a very in the similar vein where Fergie attempted right. to do a jazzy uh-huh. rendition. Oh boy. Alicia did a jazzy rendition of this song. She accomplished. She accomplished. What it. She was trying. Yes. She accomplished. It. Not that I like it. <laughs> But she accomplished what she set out to do. That is not at all what I expected <laughs> to hear this episode. <laughs> uh, it's so bad. It's good. Oh, Anyone man. who hasn't seen it, please look it up. It's look it's horrible. And make it's sure so you bad. look at the one with the faces of the NBA players reacting to oh, it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That is 20 times more offensive than anyone who's ever kneeled for anything. I mean, uh, what she did to that anthem, she should be oh in jail. My God. Good Lord. All right. Well, God, All right. does this work outside the play? Um, No. It's It doesn't work as a standalone song, despite the second half. It just, it just, it just doesn't make, I don't know. It just doesn't make a good song. Yeah. Like um, I like her effort. I like her as an artist. She performed the hell out of it, but as a standalone song, I, I do not think it works. This was a, this was a weird choice for a cover for me. Like of all the forty six songs, it, this one was was odd. I concur. I don't think this works outside the play, but I don't think it's an odd choice. It's a very good choice if you kind of stick to the story element of it, because it the song does tell a story, but in this version. There's mm-hmm. really no story being told. It's just some words hodgepodge together in the first half where you're cutting around the Hamilton part. And then the second half where she just does like 30,000 runs and vocal <laughs> performance warm ups and whatnot. Right. And then it's it's just slapped together with a really cool, you know, slowish beat. But there's no it, it, it doesn't feel like there's an arc to the song. It's not cohesive. Yeah, yeah it's very it's very uh, staccato. It's just all over the place. Um 
Mm. Well, I disagree that, that the original would work <laughs> anyway. So yeah. he, I think he, I, I don't think yeah. I said it. Yeah. Um, but all right, the time I've been dreading all episode. <laughs> Yumio, give us your thoughts. Well, first I will say it doesn't sound like you guys think it would work in the plate either. Oh, I love it in the plane. Mm. And it's funny how you guys are so far apart, but somehow found a way to match <laughs> on your no, ranking. No. It's that messy middle is Kyle's We're very far apart on the original. Yeah, and, and I think that's since why. Joe had yeah Joe had the original high and this brought it down. I had yeah. the original really low and it brought it up, and that's kind of where Smack we are. dab in the middle, pretty much. Yeah, and you matched. This is hilarious. Wait, did you have it forty mm-hmm. two? You said forty two. <laughs> that's hilarious because mine's is twenty four. So even there, oh. it's with the numbers. What the hell? What in the world? The coincidence, uh, I tell you. And interestingly enough, I had the original at. 24 as well. Oh, wow. Mm. wow. And I mm. would say for me, even though this isn't a re-rank, but during for my me. listen through, this is the one that jumped up and down the most because I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out yeah. if I liked it or not. Yeah, exactly. It is all over the place. And then I got to a point when I looked at my rankings, I was like, am I just anti-women? <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> because You're anti-usher, so... Oh. Uh, I love well, Usher. You, you I have just a him because just your third song in the original is satisfied. So you, you're oh saved no no, him. I love women in the original. Like my you're top right. ten is literally <laughs> oh, with okay. women. With the re rank, it's very you mean sparse. The, the mixtape, the mixtape. The mixtape. Sorry, yes, with the mixtape, it's very sparsely. Yeah, I just said there. Uh, it's very hit or miss. But I listened to it That's enough where. Enough. For some reason, it, it was enough. When I compare it to last week, and no disrespect to our wonderful guest last week, Sharon, aka Shannon. <laughs> it's the other way around. Really. No, it's flipped, but no, I think she'll enjoy the. She the will. Um, Just get ready to be called Reggie going forward. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Um, but uh, this song actually had emotion and I think it conveyed the right emotion mm. where she's just trying to be enough. And she's trying. She's she's yes, out of breath or not. I'm like, I agree with Kyle where the first half was kind of suspect, but the second half, you can hear her pleading, you know, just let me be enough. <laughs> um, so definitely, Good definitely point. match up with Kyle on that one, because the first it it, it conveyed the emotion of trying to convince Get somebody to, yeah, yeah, to, to, plead. to like just pleading and begging and begging and begging. You could have it all. Yep. So that's why this one surprisingly ranked number 14 divided by Get. two. Number seven. Seven for, for the folks okay. that don't know how to do that. <laughs> Pretty high. Pretty high, it but you high, gave me reasons. But um, yeah. Yeah, I, I actually like the fact that um, it conveyed the actual message like the play did. It was the mm-hmm. please stay. Um, right. And I enjoyed that aspect of the song for sure. Solid. Alrighty. Well, 
now it's time. Well, now I guess I'll, I'll uh, pay this one off as well. Uh, so what I say, I'm the Pablo Torre of the network. Um, oh, how many teases do we have? Pick <laughs> your track of them. So ESPN has this new show called Debatable, which is just highly questionable on online <laughs> platforms. And Dominique Fothworth said that Pablo Torre is the king of the jump pass. He starts a sentence not knowing how he's going to end it. And then uh, he completes the pass and, you know, ends it properly. And it's like, man, that's a really <laughs> good point. And I do that so often. I just start, start yeah. I start with something and then I just start connecting words. <laughs> 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 like I'm a booty right here because we are running out of time. I used to say I live my life a quarter mile at a time. We are the Tam haters of the brunch. Bad time. Looks like you're running out of time. And yes, folks, that means it's time for the ever-confusing Metacritic game, which is very straightforward. I don't know how it's confusing. Extremely straightforward. <laughs> I don't get how it's confusing when we call it the Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it's basically wrong. Yeah. It's less confusing than our old game. It like is. That's, that's maybe what I'm stuck on, is this should be more... This should be easier to understand it's, than whatever the hell we numbers. did last time. Numbers are just throwing people off. Metacritic, yeah. Maybe people don't know what Metacritic is. I don't know. I think that yeah, in yeah. itself is the bigger issue. Also, this if, you is, don't, uh, if you're not like a Wikipedia music sleuth, you won't really understand what Metacritic is. No. Instead of like trying to go to the web. I've never looked at the Metacritic website. When Shannon said that last week, I was <laughs> just like, Wikipedia. Oh. Okay. I didn't even know there was a website. I had no I do the game. It comes from somewhere. It's got to come from somewhere. <laughs> and I'm the producer like, of the wait, game. Is that a publication? That. Are they an actual publication? <laughs> but I thought they this, only existed on Wikipedia. Yeah. For our in our universe, it does. The Conjuring universe. Watch the horror series. It's Halloween. Okay, season, keep people. it wrong. All right. Well, what what wrong. do we got? Let's go. <laughs> Getting laid on the medic- East Coast and Central. This is the Metacritic game where Joe currently holds a comfortable lead, finally, six to mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. over. Finally. Yeah, yeah, because he called it comfortable way beginning when it wasn't. When it was like, like, like two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. But um, this week, our artist is none other than Alicia Keys. Hmm. And the album is titled Alicia. Hmm. Can I get a year? And it came out in the year. I didn't even know this album came out personally because it came out in 2020. <laughs> wow. Okay. That happens. It seems to happen a lot lately. 2020. Yeah. Alicia. I was going to say like 2018 voice era when she kind of started doing the natural look and everything. Oh, yeah. She's she got shows to do. singles on this album. I've never heard of one. We probably have. Nope. Never heard of one. But I love you, Alicia. No disrespect to Swiss Beats. Well, but disrespect you, you can get it. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, sending. I think, I think that's the E right there. Sent. <laughs> and this week, we have some rather close numbers coming in at 74 and 72. Hmm. Very close because this number is in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And it is probably means I won. 77. You did win, good sir. <laughs> I almost said 77. <laughs> you would have been on that. That was head. what was in my head, and I went lower. <laughs> good thing I didn't go too low. Man. Yeah. Streak. The streak, streak ends. 
the streak begins. Good job. Good job, buddy. You had to get one more right. board. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And I almost nailed it. But You almost nailed it. You're no three one could away. know but me. I'm three. <laughs> You're three away. Well, at times like these, we look for the company. People leave weird comments. Some comments. Go on social media and read the comments. We got company. Comments from the company. Folks, we got a third commenter. <laughs> a surprising entry. Former producer L. Greg coming off the top ropes like he was watching AEW or something. He says, I don't want to talk bad about the amazing Alicia Keys. Let me say it again. Kind of stumbled over my words. I don't want to talk bad about the amazing Alicia Keys, but I don't care for this one. I just helped you out, Greg. It just sounds off. Maybe that song is not quite suited for a pop R&B version. The background music did not do it any favors either. Mm. Then we got just not a fan overall. Shannon on the Discord says, my favorite version of the song is actually in the nonstop melody. Very good version. Um, it's not, I just have to fix up some medley. things from medley. Thank you. Um, I was looking at the other word I had to fix later. Let me start. <laughs> my favorite version of this song is actually in the nonstop melody. It's the best part of the nope, song. you did it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the month I had today, I tell you. The uh, month you dragging on. The song is actually in the nonstop medley. There we go. Okay. Uh, it's the best part of the song at a fast pace. And Philippa sounds better than she does in the original. The version, this version isn't awful, just feels a bit sluggish and drawn out. It also feels like Alicia says enough about a billion times. Love you, Miss Keys, but damn, enough. Mm. And the ever favorite, <laughs> a new entry. With, I've seen better, I've seen worse. A new entry in the Randy scale. All right. And then Big Smeezy coming in says, totally agree with Greg. Love Alicia Keys so much, but I don't care for this arrangement. Shannon, I share your feeling. Oh, that's on the game. Mm. Oh, <laughs> well, it's it's so easy to smell and Sharon, not fans of the game. <laughs> but uh, they were both <laughs> fairly confusing. Shannon, Kyle. Shannon. <laughs> Got it. Did I say oh. Yeah, you got it right last week though when it counted. <laughs> you know why? You know what my secret was? I can see it in the zoom. I can see it in the zoom. I looked at the I looked at the zoom every time. So from Mojo Curly, um, if you want to leave your comment from the company, you can go check out our posts on Twitter and Instagram at Who Does a Pod. And if you go to our Twitter, you can check out our pin tweet with, with lead, which will lead you to the Discord. Again, that is at Who Does a Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and check out the Discord, Kyle. Yes, keep a heads up for our weekly posts, asking for comments and saying what song we're doing. And we are also part of the Anulo Network. Check out anulo.co to check out the other shows that me, Joe, and other weirdos are on, covering all sorts of different topics. Uh, we have shirts you can buy. Shirts. It is merch. Merch. It is at 
wtap.anulo.co. Check out all the different shirts in different colors because if you buy a shirt in every color, you will win the Hamboy Challenge. And if they win the Hamboy Challenge, what happens then? Well, Kyle, if they win the Hamboy Challenge, I will go on safari. I will go through the jungles that are all across America that are going away every second of the day because of global warming. But I will the make jungles? I will make my my trip across <laughs> the wetlands. Huh, okay. <laughs> and get to wherever you are in the continental United States. The lower forty eight mm. as they're called. Middle forty eight because Hawaii said yeah. lower, but yeah, yeah, and I will perform all 46 songs, 47 if you ask it, on the Hamilton soundtrack <laughs> by, by John Lawrence. And, you know, to take it a stretch further, Kyle, I'll throw in a bonus. If you go to headphone, Jesus, if you go to GoDorval.com <laughs> and buy every one of my shirts, um, not every color, just one of each of them. I will head mm. also to your place at the same time, eat some cake, and then perform my entire catalog under the moniker Headphone Jonah. Oh, no, e, that's TV and TV season two. Where some songs are nasty. Where some they songs are, are nasty. He earns the E. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. Kyle, where can we find you on socials? Catch me replying to people on Twitter at VT Loader. All right. And Yumio. You can find me here next week. Solid. Well, coming at you from Dallas, Texas this week, folks. Didn't say that I was on the road, but I'm on the road. Uh, Coming all the way from DT, DTX, DFW, whatever. DFW. You better learn it. I better learn it. (laughs) Whatever it is, you better learn it. Uh, I've been your host, Headphone (laughs) Joe. And I've been here with his right hand man and left. I've been somebody else's house. It's really astonishing. You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts headphone joe and kyle loader get your sports talk radio fix with cheers from the press box featuring headphone joe dorville and stand-up comedian brennan tassif curious about how the brain works get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at misbehavior journal club this fortnightly science slash comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior it stars amiel moreno and leah aka Leia, or vice versa crevet finally we have a new low the podcast has started it all this show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again and goodbye.